Welcome to Borborygmy, Noises from the Veterinary World, the podcast that lets you overhear conversations between veterinary professionals about anything and everything that's topical in the industry. Today's podcast continues our special set of Borborygmy episodes that we have recently recorded to capture the changes to life in the veterinary profession since the onset of the coronavirus pandemic. We're featuring vets, nurses and students from across the industry during this strange time, with conversations interspersed amongst the original Borborygmy collection recorded at last year's London Vet Show. Loads of you have previously enjoyed the excellent CPD and famous social opportunities that the Vet Show offers in London every November. And although the prospect of gathering with friends and colleagues still seems vaguely remote right now with the world in its current state, we will eventually return to some sort of normality. So if you'd like something to look forward to on the horizon, have a look at the Borborygmy pages of the Vet Show website for discounted tickets to this year's event in November. In the meantime, on with the show. Hi there, everyone. I'm Naomi Meller, veterinary surgeon and podcaster, and today's guests on Borborygmy are Liv Bass and Zara Abbas. Liv and Zara are final year vet students at the University of Nottingham, and they are the very best of friends. Zara is from North Wales and Liv is from the North East, and they are both currently locked down at home with their families. They're in the process of revising for their finals, which are due to take place very soon. Clearly, the coronavirus pandemic has played havoc with university education in ways we might not have dreamed possible, particularly for vet students when you consider EMS and rotations, as well as the usual forms of student study. Here, the two of them chat about the changes to their final term, their upcoming exams and their job prospects in the near future. We've actually spent the last two weeks doing farm rotation together. So just doing like virtual seminars and things like that. Yeah, that was that was a very strange experience. And you just sat in your lounge, you're thinking, that's the last time I'm going to have any teaching. And just kind of unceremoniously sat in your living room in your jogger bottoms, just you know, with greasy hair and it's just, it's just a really weird experience. And if we were at uni, you'd be, you know, getting all dressed up, going to the pub with your friends and doing something nice. And it, it was really strange. And I remember just kind of walking in the kitchen and just saying to my mum, like, I just finished vet school. <laughs> but it's really weird, like, Liv, I really, for example, just not being with you, it was so strange. Like, we would have finished that together. And we, Liv and I are basically joined at the hip. Like, we've done the entirety of vet school together. We intercalated together. We joined a new year group together. And it was just so strange not being there with the people who you've shared this crazy six-year journey with and just kind of being sat with your mum. <laughs> but it was lovely. It was lovely. It was just strange. And I don't think it's how any of us would have imagined it, really. I think a lot of us are like, you know, there's so many bad things going on in the world that us being upset about not being in a lecture theatre <laughs> ever again is like nothing compared to what people are going through. But we are allowed to be sad. I definitely agree with that, Liv. I think for me, every time I feel sad about it, it just feels so silly. And you kind of, I think you kind of judge yourself for it and you think, you know, why am I complaining when I'm lucky enough to be at home and have a supportive family looking after me? And, you know, sitting your exams from home definitely isn't the worst thing that people are going to experience during this. People have lost their families, you know, it's like, it's awful. But I think at the same time, you can't help feeling that little bit of sadness that you didn't get to finish it with the people you've been through throughout. I think that was really tough for me. I think it, it, it just felt very anticlimactic and very sort of unceremonious and just that's it now you know no more vet school you're done you're out in the big wide world there you go and it's just just really really strange 
I think it's really hard because if you look at the wider picture here, like you can't be sad about, you know, not having your grad ball when you wanted it or not having your graduation. And and like me and Zara will both say Nottingham have been absolutely incredible. Like we know we're getting a graduation. We know we're going to get a grad ball regardless, even if it's like next year. It obviously won't be the same, but I I think both of us would say Nottingham have been amazing and we can't fault their response to this. It's They've been incredible. Definitely can't ask for any more from them. I think the, the quality of the online teaching as well has just been incredible. And it really am- amazed me how the staff just managed to switch overnight to just delivering this really, really high quality stuff. Um, I was really, really impressed by that. And it's kind of nice you know in the in the um teams meetings kind of sitting there and all your friends are on camera and you do kind of feel a little bit like you're still in clinics together it makes you feel really strange because i think you miss that physicality of just you know working up a case a real life case in front of you i, I think that's an interesting one as well in terms of how it'll have impacted our learning in the sense of seeing less cases one of the other things as well in terms of teaching is um, we both had our final EMS placement cancelled, obviously um, due to the coronavirus, and it was at RSPCA. Now, I hadn't done small animal for a really long time before this, and I was banking on my RSPCA placement being my surgery, two weeks of solid surgery, because that's literally what we're there for as students. Obviously, that being cancelled, I haven't done a cat spay since, I want to say, July. <laughs> And that's a day one. <laughs> so, you know, I'm not saying I'm not going to be able to do them, but I think it's just things like that that we're going to think about a bit more in practice. And don't get me wrong, everybody has time off after graduation. Everybody has time where they haven't done like a certain procedure for a while. But I think this cohort might be in situations like that where they literally haven't done something for a year. Um, and I think it, that'll be... If we if we want to delve deeply into imposter syndrome, I feel like that'll be something people are going to be worried about in come yeah, September. Yeah, definitely. I think you know, that's the thing, isn't it? Like you're going to be struggling with that so much anyway. On your first day, you're going to feel like you don't know anything. You're going to feel so underqualified compared to everyone else you're working with. Throwing open book exams. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then it's that question. But that's such it's such a good point because I think part of my brain's always going to be like, well, would you have passed equine if it wasn't for your notes? And I think <laughs> you just got to work really hard to fight against that and realize that you have come this far and you have done six hard years of work and you do know what you're talking about. So what's happening for us is our exams are happening in the exact same time they would have happened, which is brilliant. So nothing's changed for us in that way, which is good. Um, and they are now open book. Because um, how would you police students all in their homes doing exams other than being able to do it open book? I think there was theories going around, some ideas that potentially like a vet, a qualified vet would like watch us do them or something. But even then, the risk is so high, <laughs> literally. Um, so obviously that isn't going to happen. So I think universally that's what most schools are doing. Um we have more time for exams as well because people are worried about internet going down and things like that. And even even when we do it in vet school and all of us are in the same room, people still have different internet troubles there. So they're being really, really good with that as well. The exams aren't changing. So there would have been exams that we would have had anyway, which is good because it's fair. Um, and we're now doing online vivas as well. So we've got a viva to talk about our portfolio. <laughs> I'm so nervous about that. <laughs> Which will be quite awkward. <laughs> yeah. 
So we're, we're doing that online as well. So basically everything is literally the same, except I'm doing it in my bedroom with a cup of tea. I think it's really weird revising for open book exams. I'm not going to lie. Um, I think for me personally, I'm trying to go through concepts instead of trying to learn the nitty gritty. Um, if I forget a diagnostic test, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to look it up. That's what I've been writing all my notes for. Um, so, yeah, just focusing on the things I really don't know. So things like probably more farm and equine <laughs> than small. Um, but you're doing the same, aren't you, sir? Yeah, and I think it's nice because I think, for farm and equine, I think the species that I, I don't want to work with in the future. Obviously, I want to ensure I have those basic principles down. I want to make sure I understand it. But there's so much finickety detail that isn't going to be important for me. And I think that's really nice to be able to understand. Like, for example, like it's a really specific example, but like orthopedic disease and falls. Well, great. I know what, what happens and I know what the different differentials are and which radiographic views to take. But I'm not going to remember the specific times of the growth plate closure for each bone. I can just go and look that up and stuff like that's been really beneficial I feel like I can fill my brain with the stuff that I'm gonna need for my first job so that's really nice but it is difficult I think it's just it's strange doing it on your own and it's strange not necessarily being able to talk to your friends about where you're up to and what you're doing um but I think we've been staying in touch throughout haven't we and we're just kind of you've had a really bad day we'll just ring each other and be like oh god I don't know anything and you know luckily we don't tend to have a day where both of us feel like that normally one of us feels better and can can cheer the other one up a bit (laughs) so that's nice I think there's different pressures like for me I was feeling under pressure but not from the normal revision pressures so I'm not sat here panicking about not knowing something because if I don't know it worst case scenario I can look it up um I'm more trying to revise in an environment where you can't do the things that normally make you happy. Like for me, long runs, um, you know, I'm sticking to like the hour mark, which is what we should be doing. I'm not seeing my my boyfriend. I haven't seen him in like six weeks now. Um, And having the, the pandemic like always here behind you as well. But yeah, I think it's almost a different type of stress. I don't know if you'd agree with me. Yeah, I think arising at home is always going to be weird as well. Um, like I'm lucky I've got such a supportive family. Um, and my poor boyfriend actually got stuck here with me during the lockdown because we were meant to be going to Spain and that got cancelled. So he came to Wales for a week and then ended up being in Wales for seven weeks. So um, he's here. So that's nice. But I think being home is weird. Like it's such a silly little thing to say, but I don't have a desk. So I'm just kind of revising on my bed. And that's really strange. And just little things like that that throw you off. The conversation then moved on to the subject of Liv and Zara's first jobs. Zara, do you want to go with the good news first? <laughs> oh, no. Um, I have a I, I have a lovely job lined up for September. Um, it's a practice I've been going to since I was like 12. Um, and they're wonderful. So I'm really excited about it. Obviously, I think going to the practice you've wanted to work at since you were a kid I think it's always going to be a bit scary and I think you've got this there's always going to be a bit of imposter syndrome isn't there and like oh am I going to be good enough especially I think when you're the junior vet in the practice as well by you know especially if you've got quite a few years less experience than the other vets in the practice think you're going to always feel a little bit like the baby (laughs) Um, but they're lovely and I know they'll look after me and they'll support me and that's all I wanted really and I think when you've seen EMS somewhere like that it's really hard to imagine anything else so I am really, really happy and I'm really excited for it. I don't start till September. Um, I don't know if that will change now with what's going on, um, but we'll just have to wait and see. 
I'm really excited anyway. Um, <laughs> no, it's just been a, a bad week in terms of the job front. So the PDSA have held all my hopes and dreams for like three years. So I, I didn't look anywhere else because I thought, do you know what? I'm just going to try and go all out and see if I get it. This week, sadly, they have let us know that their grad scheme will not be going ahead in September. Um, so I'm in a I'm in a bit of a limbo. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> um, I'm obviously gutted, especially I think because this is something I've always wanted. It's obviously sad that I'm not getting the job I want, but obviously now I'm in quite a weird predicament because people aren't really advertising at the minute as you would expect. Um, and I'm also somebody that. I would rather personally not take a job over the phone. Um, for me, I'm a, I'm a really big people person and I feel like if I choose a practice, it's got to be because of the team and the people there and if I'll get on with them or not and whether I'll get enough support. And I feel like it's not appropriate for me to take a job over the phone. I would rather be able to go to the practice, which obviously at the minute is impossible we you know we can't do that as I said we're literally like walking microbes waiting to cause problems but I'm so proud of you for having that mindset of you know you're not going to just rush into something that's second best and something that you don't know if you'll get the support because I think I'm very similar to you I think support's one of the main things for me in a first job and the people definitely the team like you said it's if you can't meet people directly or you haven't worked there before you just don't know as a new graduate do you what you're going to be faced with and I think we've heard so many stories from our you know wonderful friends who graduated the year before us about what what they've been through and some of the situations they've been put in and you just you don't want to be in that situation do you you want to we entered this profession because we love it and we want to be in this for the rest of our lives hopefully and I think you've got to look after yourself and your well-being and not just take something because you're panicking you know so I'm really proud of you for thinking like that um I think it's quite difficult to finish a vet degree and not know that if you're going to have a job or not I don't think it's anything anybody ever expected um my family are all are incredibly supportive but none of them are in the profession so I think it's quite hard for them to be able to understand um that you know this isn't just about finding a job and taking a job a veterinary job is something that is so specific to the individual especially in terms of support and I'm not I'm not just going to go out and grab one that is just waiting you know what I mean um so I think we're communicating that to my parents is you know they've, they've been amazing but it's obviously something that um they're not familiar with and they don't understand um so I think I'm very lucky that they can support me until I do get a job or do find something I'm interested in um but yeah that's my current predicament I didn't think I'd be finishing final year with no no thoughts or no where to go really <laughs> but I am in a weird way one of the advantages of this is that you can now sit finals with no pressure at all you know you can sit those exams thinking I'm not doing this because I have a job lined up at the end I think it does add a bit of pressure on I think especially if it's something you want a lot um and you can just think now well even if you did you know, obviously you're not going to fail but even if you did and you had to resit them you'd still graduate with us anyway because graduation's postponed <laughs> so it doesn't really I'm matter not, does I'm not going to miss graduation so it doesn't matter <laughs> Yeah, never mind. Because that's all we really care about is graduating at the same time. <laughs> I'm not that type of person as well who veterinary is my life. Like, it's not 
And I'm very, very happy to admit that it's it's going to be a good job that I'll enjoy. But like running is a massive thing for me. I love coaching. I coached Zara to her first half marathon. I love it. It's always been something I thought I would want to do anyway to get my like fitness leadership certificate. So it could be things like that I can do in the interim. They're doing online classes for that now. So there's definitely things I can do. Thanks for listening. You can follow me on socials at Naomi the Vet with underscores between. And if you've enjoyed the podcast, please do tell a friend or give us a rating and a review on iTunes, as it really does help other people to find us and spread the word about Borborygmy. Borborygmy is a collaboration between the London Vet Show, Vets at Stago Diversify and Smashing the Ceiling. Thank you to everyone involved so far for your help and support. It has been much appreciated. We'll see you next time.